0: As a younger chap, I was incredibly angry with the whole thing. I thought they were slowing the way, they weren't really getting up to speed, and I think they are now. It's slowly, but I think it's definitely improving.
1: Still, if you think about the number of visitors to the whisky sector in Scotland, it's still relatively tiny.
0: Calvin Grove Art Gallery, which is one building in Glasgow, gets more than every distillery in Scotland put together. That's madness. So what do they need to do? Collaborate. My... F- Attack a long time ago was to be very angry and try to get them to move uh, lots of companies won't what they have to do is all join together and collaborate to see the greater good not just for the individual organisation or company but for the whole Scotch whisky industry as a whole
1: that I can see happening with some of the smaller organisations who see the benefit. But the big ones like Diageo?
0: Yeah, well, that's the thing. You're not going to get that. And I think one of the problems I had with certain organisations were they were owned or a large company had the lion's share of all the action in there. But I think now the craft industry has gone on fire in Scotland and they have a lot more clout than they used to do. The whole landscape's going to change.
1: The whole landscape, as you say, is changing because if you look, for example, at the gin sector, the number of new gin producers in Scotland has just grown exponentially.
0: I mean, I think if you look at the whole drinks industry, there's about a couple of thousand craft beer companies in the UK now. Gin, I've run out of how many there is now. It's going absolutely crazy. It's about
1: 60 in in Scotland.
0: I think it's making people realise that there's more than just whiskey and if you're going to set up an organisation that makes that, you can do lots of other stuff as well.
1: It's not just gin, but it's also vodka as well. There's, the gin producers are very yeah. often producing vodka alongside it, which makes an awful lot of sense, Well,
0: it? I had a tasting at London Cocktail Week about a year ago, and we were tasting Scottish vodka which I thought was probably the best in the world at the time. And I think a lot of the drinks we're producing are provenance, as they say, in France. They're absolutely fantastic. You can take them from grain right to the bottle, so we know exactly what's in them.
1: That was certainly true of a whisky company like Brucladie, which actually had its own fields of barley. That doesn't happen very often nowadays, does
0: it? is a very interesting one. At the beginning, when Mr Rainey bought it over and set it up, everyone thought he was mad. He thought he was totally grasping the wrong end of the stick and no-one would ever want to go down that route. Now everybody goes down that route. And I think the, the scale of it makes it impossible to use all Scottish grain, but I think it's going to change.
1: So there's a market for the farmers growing more grain?
0: If you look at a lot of the big success stories, they are farm industries, farm companies. A lot of the really good gin companies, a lot of the good vodka companies, a lot of the good beer companies have come from farms.
1: And the interesting thing is the farms are not necessarily using the traditional grains. So, uh, for example, they're using oats as a, yeah. as a source.
0: Yeah, tatties, lots of stuff. Really interesting. I mean, it's been on the go for a while. Look at what the Chase guys did with gin down south. It's very much an agrarian, agricultural vibe that's on the go just now.
1: OK, so how do we turn the tourism side around? You've talked about collaboration, is there a need for an improvement in, for example, the visitor centres?
0: I'll tell you a very interesting story. Once I went up to Aviemore, which is just at the gay way to Speyside, and asked them for a map of all the distilleries in their area. They couldn't give me one. They didn't have one. They still don't have a trail outlining all the distilleries because one might be owned by a competitor next door, so you won't tell anyone about it. It's daft.
1: And yet the Spirit of Speyside... Attempt to do that kind of thing and it has changed things dramatically over the last uh, 19, 20 years.
0: Space Bayside, in the early days, because I was quite involved with bits and bobs they were doing, had to hand out the begging ball to get funding. Nobody thought it was worth doing. Nobody thought it was a good idea. They were ahead of the game by a decade at least.
1: But the great thing is, you know, they've got 500 events this particular year.
0: It's a lot more important than drinking whiskey. It's actually the fabric of Scotland you're talking about. It's built cities, it's built towns, it's built the railways, it's built so many things, and it's absolutely fascinating. You can go, I've done several events where people don't even drink at them. You don't have to.
1: And the other thing is, yes, you're talking about the things that have been built, but the history behind the, the story of Scotch itself is in, its, in itself an important story.
0: I think a lot of firsts, I think if you look at the first neon sign in the world, the first registered bottle, logistics were sort of invented by Johnny Walker. We are well ahead of the game, and a lot of the modern world has got, specifically marketing and branding has got Scotch, was good thank. Several brands were, in the very early days of recognising that they had to be different, unique. Glenn Levitt's one, Famous Grouses one, Johnny Walker's one. They had to invent a persona for themselves. And, in fact, it was branding, the very early days of branding.
1: One thing we are seeing, I know we're in the Scottish Business well, Society at the moment, but we're actually seeing other companies buying up individual casks and bottling them. And that seems to be a, another Strain, another thing that has developed in just in the last yeah, year or well, so.
0: again, the, the, the whole industry is incredibly complex about who owns what and what casts are owned by. There's a real minefield with this. But as a rule of thumb, as someone who drinks scotch a wee bit, I tend to think cask whisky is so much better than anything else. So you tend to find independents do the best whisky. They just do, it's just a fact. Independents like... Scotchmont Whiskey Society could be Lanes, could be lots of other people but generally what they're doing is it's almost like a recipe they're taking the raw ingredients and creating a recipe it's really exciting
1: it sounds as though you've completely changed in the last five years
0: I was <laughs> a lot less angry I used to be furious with the way things were going they were too slow, too cumbersome but now I see a lot of friends of mine actually taking the bull by the horns grasping the nettle and making it happen, which is good So it's a lot lot more positive now.